Welcome to What's New on the Scene. Today I'm chatting with Charles. Would you like to introduce yourself and the origin story of your music? Sure. Um, so hi everyone, I'm Charles. I'm a singer-songwriter from Melbourne and that's been my home for about five years now. And before that I lived in Adelaide and prior to that I grew up in the UK. So that's the explanation for my accent, which is a bit of a mess. I just released a single called That Girl and I've got an album coming out this year so I'm really excited to be on this podcast so thank you so much for having me today. In terms of the origin of my music I tend to write songs just based on what I'm feeling so it starts with my emotions at the time putting me in the mood and usually I reflect on stories from my past. The songs tend to start with something just popping into my head so that would be either lyrics or a melody or preferably both at the same time and then I tend to just develop it from there. The best situations are where it just flows quite naturally with some coming out and just writing that down. So I tend to do that rather than sitting down intentionally with a blank slate and trying to find an idea out of nowhere. And in terms of the style of my lyrics, they're actually really accurate to my thoughts and my inner monologue. So at the core of my music, it's really just my self-expression. I do see my music as very personal, but at the same time, the things that I go through or the things I feel, I think are really common to a lot of other people. And when I listen to other people's music, the songs that I most deeply connect to are the ones where I can relate to the lyrics on a really personal level. So that's something that I hope people will feel the same about my music and really enjoy it. <clears throat> Sorry. What style of music, so the genre, do you create? And what instruments can you play? And do you want to learn any new instruments? So my music definitely falls in the pop category. Um, but within that, there's a really wide range of subgenres. So the way I make my music is that I tend to just write the song first and then aim to have the production sound which expresses that song particularly in the best way. So thinking about my album, which is coming out this year, the songs on that have ranged all the way from piano-based ballad sounds all the way through to quite experimental electropop um, atmospheric sounds. And then there's also disco track, pop rock and hyper pop influence track on there so it's just really a whole mixture of things. Going forward I see myself creating mainly electropop rather than acoustic music but still really evolving and bringing in a broad range of sounds to my music. So instruments that I can play I started playing the piano and violin when I was three and the impetus for that was that my older brother was starting music lessons so of course I wanted to do that as well. Um, and I think there's nothing better than sibling rivalry to drive practicing and learning. So that was definitely good for my musical development. I did lots of classical music and then I started singing and writing music later in childhood. Um, when I was about 13, I started playing the drums and I played that in a jazz band at school. And then around the same time, I started playing the pipe organ. So that's actually one of the coolest instruments that I can think of because it's quite amazing to think of all the sounds and layers that you can play on it. And I think that the technology is really quite sophisticated, given that it was invented centuries ago. So that's something quite unique, which I think is a really great instrument to play. Um, for the instruments that I would like to learn next, I think that would have to be the guitar. It's such a core instrument for singer-songwriters. I feel quite bad that my skills are so poor. I can basically play basic chords 
worst, but somehow I managed to create the worst sound that I've ever heard on a guitar compared to other people. So that's definitely next on my list to learn. Was there a moment where you decided that music was the only thing that you sort of wanted to pursue as a career? Um, I started music so young that it's really just been a huge part of my life and I do feel like something is really missing from my life when I'm not doing music. Growing up I did a lot of music in a typical week so that would be lessons, practicing, playing in groups at school and also outside of school at a local and national level and then at home just relaxing and enjoying music so messing around and jamming, writing music at home so I've really totaled up to a lot of hours every week. Uh, when I was a teenager, I discovered that writing and recording music was my ultimate favourite part of music. And then I signed to an indie label and released an album with them. So that was really my first experience of the music industry. And that was when I knew that this was what I wanted to do. So aside from that, I also wanted to be a doctor. So I intended to pursue both career paths at the same time, but it has been really hard to keep up music to the extent that I wanted. So throughout medical school and starting work, I wasn't able to do that much. I just performed a few times here and there, did some collaborations with producers, which was mainly top-lining EDM tracks, and then providing vocals for other pop songwriters, but essentially I stopped making my own music. Then last year with the extensive lockdowns in Melbourne due to COVID, that really gave me time to reflect on what I want to do in my life, as well as a lot of time and space at home to write music. So I started writing music again without really having a specific plan for what I was going to do. And then just really threw myself into doing it and realized I had a great album on my hands, which I just had to record and release. So now that I'm actively releasing music again and continuing to write, I'm just really happy. And I feel that the creative process of making new music is really the most fulfilling experience and just really makes my life complete. So I don't have any intention of stopping now. What styles of music do you like to listen to? Music I listen to is really varied. So um, a lot of mainstream pop, top 40 music, but also I listen to EDM, R&B, hip hop, and then occasionally different things like k-pop and also jazz and classical music um, in terms of live performance i'm not really picky about what genre when i watch people play live because i think there's just something magical about watching live music so i've really enjoyed watching bands um, and rock bands as well which is a genre i listen to less when i'm listening to recorded music i have to say that when i'm working on my own music i tend not to listen to other music as much and that's partly because I have less time to, but also because I want to make sure that my music comes from a really organic and original place. So I try not to expose myself to too much outside because I think that can subconsciously influence what I'm doing. Who are your musical influences? So as I alluded to, I wouldn't say there's a conscious influence that I really try to emulate, but... I'm definitely influenced by everything that I listen to. So growing up, that was 
a lot of pop and I think listening to um, major female pop artists, the major girl bands, boy bands, that really developed my innate sense of melody and I think there's also influence from the classical music which I did as well. So within classical music I definitely leaned towards preferring romantic periods so my favourite composers would be Chopin, Tchaikovsky, Rachmaninoff, so I think those composers' um, melodies probably influence the way I write as well. In terms of sound, I think I just do absorb everything I listen to subconsciously and that informs my songwriting as well. So often the feedback that I get on my writing is that they'll point out elements which people see as really up-to-date and uh, contemporary and it's honestly not something that I consciously try and put into my music but I think it's just influence that I pick up and changes the way that I write music. What is your favourite album and song of all time? Uh, so this is a really hard question. Um, one of my favourite songs is Enchanted by Taylor Swift which I mean common to a lot of her songs. The songwriting is just brilliant with really beautiful, vulnerable, unique lyrics. But the reason that I choose this song was it was the first time that I listened to a modern pure pop non-electronic song and was really struck by the production. So to me, the production on this song is just absolutely perfect for every section of the song with little details that sound amazing and just the greatest choice for that song and elevate the track. Um, listening to it, it just makes me feel like I'm right in the middle of a dreamy movie scene. And it just made me appreciate how much the right production can capture the whole essence of the story and elevate the music. And that's what I've been searching for in my music for a long time. And so Enchanted is on the album Speak Now, and I think that has a lot of other fantastic songs as well. What is your creative process like and what advice would you give other songwriters to improve and and also with their performance style as well. I spoke a bit already about where my songs come from. So generally ideas that pop into my head and I think the best place for those to be are when I'm in quite a good flow state and quite commonly among songwriters they'll say it's when you're in doing something else your attention's not fully there so for me when I'm in the shower when I'm just waking up or when I'm just doing some tasks around the home um, that's when I might get some ideas and then when I'm writing the songs I generally write with the piano uh, to develop it further and sing the melodies across playing chords at the same time and Occasionally, if I think the song needs it to get me into the mood, then I'll make some beats on GarageBand, but they always sound pretty awful, but sometimes it just helps as a bass. So compared to when I first started writing music, now what I do in my creative process is really make sure that I've done as much as I can pre-production before starting production and recording. So for me, that ensures trying to make sure that I'm really happy with the song, going over it quite a lot and making sure that I'm happy with every note and lyric in it before actually starting on recording. So my advice to people trying to improve their songwriting and performance would be just to keep doing it more and more um, because I think having more experience is really how you improve.
improve. At the same time, I think getting feedback is really important. So being open to taking the feedback and trying different things and changing up your style can be really great for development. Having said that, I think knowing yourself is really important because not all feedback you'll receive is useful or it may just not be right for you. So having a sense of knowing yourself and sticking to that as well is really important for artists. I do think that constantly being self-critical is important to keep improving and developing, but it's important to do that in a really constructive way and not just being unhelpfully negative to yourself. So I would advise people to do that, but also to look for inspiration around them, whether that's just from the world around them or different artists as well, um, to keep growing and improving. What is the best advice that you've been given by a mentor, collaborator, or even friends and family about succeeding with your music? I had really good advice recently, actually. So my producer from my first album is a great mentor to me, and I'm really grateful that he's been such a fantastic mentor to me even till today. So I was talking to him recently about what I'm doing at the moment, and he told me to just be true to myself, not to listen too much if people are telling me that I have to be a certain way or do this or do that. Um, to just let it flow, let my music do the talking and decide what journey it's going to bring me on. Who have been the most influential people in your life that have helped you achieve your dreams and aspirations? So first of all, I definitely have to credit my parents. So because they gave me the opportunity to start music so young and do so much of it, I think that's been such a solid musical foundation and it's really what allows me to write sing and play so naturally now. Looking back, I think they were really tolerant to put up with so much noise. So I can't imagine dealing with listening to someone practice for hours every day. And they even let me have a drum kit in the house. So I think that's pretty amazing. So huge thank you to them. Um, but the other people who have been a huge influence have actually been some of my medical colleagues. So working as a junior doctor can be really challenging at times. And I've been really fortunate to work with some consultants who are honestly some of the best role models that I can imagine. They're not just hugely knowledgeable people and they're really intelligent experts in their fields, but they're also just really compassionate and kind, excellent team players, really hardworking people who are always just trying to learn and improve all the time. And they just have a great attitude to life overall. So that's really inspired me. I think working alongside them and being mentored by these people has really shaped me as a person. I think these qualities have really helped me reach my goals. So things like strong work ethic, being mindful, keeping balance and always trying to do my best. Um, I think these qualities also stand me in good stead within music, but also just in all areas of life. What are some of the things that you do to ensure that you're always focused on what it is that you want to achieve in music and life in general? I would say for me, it's actually not too difficult to keep focused because I'm doing the things that I really want to do. So naturally, I just think about them a lot and want to do those things. But for me, I, I'm taking a lot on. So I do have to be organized with my time to make sure that I can get things done. So I end up my aims for each day and each week and just track 
that I'm doing what I'm aiming to do. I do think uh, to enable myself to do that as well, I just have to be quite mindful of finding a good balance in my life. So that also means looking after myself and not putting unnecessary pressure on myself. What are some things that you like to do outside of your music? Outside of music, my favourite thing to do would be to travel. So I love experiencing new places, seeing new scenery and architecture, and then meeting new people, experiencing different food and cultures. But unfortunately, I haven't been able to do that in the last couple of years. So I'm not sure when or where my next trip will be, but I'll definitely look forward to it when I can. On a typical week, though, I really enjoy exercising because I think that's really good for both my physical and mental health. And also particularly good for me because I can't think about anything else when I'm working out. And I'm a person who tends to think a lot and overthink. So it's actually good for me to have a break from myself. Apart from that, I would say my favourite things on a normal week would be just catching up with my friends and then making the most of what Melbourne has to offer. So going out for things like coffee, brunch, trying different restaurants and checking out events like art exhibitions or concerts. Uh, If you could only listen to three songs or albums for the rest of your life, what would they be and why? I definitely pick albums just to have more music in the first place. And then if I could only listen to three albums, I would be creating my own music. So to keep me inspired, I would pick albums where I've been really impressed by the songwriting because that would um, give me something to motivate me. So thinking about artists whose songwriting I really admire the most, I would pick Taylor Swift, Fearless, um, John Mayer, Continuum, and Amy Winehouse, Frank. So I think these earlier albums are ones where I was really captivated by hearing the artist's unique style and expression for the first time. So I'd be happy to listen to those. If you were granted three wishes, that would allow you to meet each of your three favourite celebrities or musicians, who would they be and why? So the first one I definitely like to meet is Lewis Hamilton who fits the title of both being a celebrity and a musician. His achievements as a Formula One driver are amazing but on top of that what I find really inspirational is how committed he is to advocating for causes that he believes in even when that can be really difficult or it's not something that he needs to do but he still does that because that's what he wants to do. I think it's also really inspiring how he balances multiple passions such as still doing music on top of what's already a really busy schedule and he must have a really amazing mindset to be able to do all of that so I'd really love to learn from that. Other two musicians who I'd like to meet would have to be my absolute vocal idols so they would be Christina Aguilera and Leia Salonga. Vocally they're so different so Christina Aguilera has just got such a huge powerhouse voice with massive and unique gritty quality and then Leia Salong is just on the complete opposite end. She's got such a perfect, clear, sweet voice, but still really powerful. But to me, 
they're just amazing and really iconic. So I've actually been lucky to watch both of them perform live and I thought they were even better than they are on recordings. So I'd love to meet them, maybe get some vocal tips from them, but equally I'd just be happy to listen to them sing again. What has been your favourite gig that you've been able to see live? Um, I watched Red Hot Chili Peppers perform and I was really blown away by them. So I've always kind of enjoyed the music listening to them on recordings but never really stood out to me as much as when I saw them perform live that's when I really understood why people like their music and each of the band members was just so technically brilliant but also just as a combination it was just magical and that's kind of made me understood why people are into bands <laughs> so I'd, I'd love to see them again. What has been your favourite venue that you've been able to see a musician or band player? Uh, my favourite venue or one that really stood out to me was watching Britney at the O2 Arena um, which is just massive so to me it's just crazy to think of how one artist on the stage can be playing to so many people and having an impact on all of them at the same time so it really blows my mind being at a huge venue like that. What is your latest release and what was the recording and releasing process like? My latest release is a single which is called That Girl. It's actually the latest uh, song that I wrote after completing the album so even though it's been released before the album it's very fresh. So I wrote it in January and then the whole process has just gone really smoothly. I wrote it, sent it to my producer, he liked it, pretty much nailed the production on the first go. Even the recording session went really well and just was really easy and it's just been released and a couple of playlists have picked it up. So the whole process has just gone really smoothly and I know it's not always like that but I'm, I'm grateful that it has. So I'm looking forward to hearing more people's reactions to it in the coming week. What is your dream venue? So if you could play anywhere in the world, where would it be? I think music festivals have such an amazing energy. Uh, so I would pick Glastonbury since it's such an iconic event in the UK music scene. What was your highlight of 2021? And what are your goals to make this year an even better year? My highlight of 2021 was definitely making my album. So it's called City Lights and it's really a reflection on my life over the last few years of the time when I moved to Melbourne, kind of a coming of age, growing up stories. And writing it, I felt like the songs really encapsulate expression of myself at the moment. So to kind of have that really accurate, perfect expression as an artist was something that I haven't always had. And it was just amazing to find that last year. And then I'd say the catalyst for the recording process going so well as well was finding my producer, Daniel Bowen. So he is a really amazing producer and also an artist himself. So you should definitely check out his music as well. But out of all the many musicians that I've worked with in my life, I've never found anyone before who just matches my music so well and completely understands it. So working together is really amazing. And um, I suppose finding 
finding that has also been a huge highlight of last year. I think we just have incredible synergy working together. And so I'm really just amazed and thankful that the universe brought us together because it can be really difficult to find exactly the right people to work with. I think there, of course, there's great producers and great people out there, but I've just never found such a great natural fit for my music before. So I feel really lucky to be in this position. When I think about the process of making the album, recording it was during quite a dark time, literally. So it was in the middle of the pandemic and I felt like there was a lot of uncertainty about what was going to happen with the trajectory of COVID. And then when I say it was a dark time, I mean that quite literally as well. So it was in the middle of winter and I just recall it being dark when I left home to go to work, dark when I come home. It was cold, it was raining a lot of the time. So having the album in the background to focus on just kept me feeling really grounded and really fulfilled during lockdown and it was just this really kind of precious thing that was happening um so I feel really lucky that I had that experience along the way of making the album I'd say there were so many little highlights which I'll always remember so just the small details in production listening to the first mix of songs and just seeing the songs grow from the demos to the fully produced tracks has just been an amazing journey so overall it's an album that I feel really represents me as an artist. The songs are so personal to me, but I'm really proud of all the work that went into shaping it. I think that people will be able to relate to it. And it's just a final result that I really love. So it's been a huge highlight for me last year. Going forwards into 2022, I think it'll already be better. Um, it just feels really nice and light here. It's summer at the moment. I feel like I've been able to catch up with lots of people again. And now it's really exciting that my music's actually being released. So my goals for this year are just to keep writing, to keep being inspired by things around me, and just to keep loving what I'm doing in my music, which I'm sure I will. Um, what is the release date of your album? <laughs> Good question. Um, not totally confirmed yet. Mm. The plan at the moment is for some singles to be released first from it before the mm. full album comes out. So the first single from the album is called I Fell In Love and that will be released on the 4th of March. It's a really, I'm really excited for this to come out because as I said, the, the whole album is very personal to me, but I think this is a really exciting song. It's got a really unique sound with the great trap beat and then the lyrics I think are a good mixture of being quite impactful, but also just very natural. So I can't wait to share that and see what people think of it. I also filmed the music video for it recently and I had so much fun on the shoot and worked with a really great crew. So that's also something really exciting coming out and I think that will be coming out next month. So going ahead, the album is pretty diverse. So there'll be more songs from that before the full album release. And then after the album, there'll definitely be a lot more new music coming as well. Yeah, sorry about that. I needed to get a drink my throat was starting oh, to get really sore okay. and I was I like guess. can I leave me questions <laughs> Do you need me to do any of that again? Or? Oh, no, that's fine. It should have recorded. Hopefully there wasn't too much coughing in the background. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I forget how much talking dries out your throat. Yeah. So I need to have my water like right near me. But, yeah. but I had mine and then I was like, is it going to make too much noise? So I didn't drink it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all right. Um, okay, there's one more question. Okay. What is a song or album recommendation for the podcast listeners to check 
out that's been released by an artist or band from your local music scene in Melbourne? I was checking out some local music on a Spotify playlist called Melbourne Musicians. And one of the songs that really struck me was called Letting Go by an artist called Clara J. It was basically a really great pop ballad, beautiful vocals and emotion. And it kind of reminded me of Leona Lewis. I think it's quite rare for indie artists to go for full pop sounds compared to kind of bringing in more alternative styles. So I really love hearing that. So I recommend checking that out. So um, that was a Spotify playlist musicians okay that's the end of the questions so um it's been great chatting with you today Charles. good luck with um the single that's just been released and the singles to come off the new album um hopefully you do get a few more gigs in um in the coming months and you're able to share your music with as many people as possible i'm sure the people who have been listening to your music have been sending through some messages of support so I'm sure they would be sending through some more as well in the lead up to your album so essentially good luck with the rest of the year and I look forward to hearing the album as well great thank you so much for having me on the show today uh, follow what's new on the scene on Facebook Instagram and Spotify you can also listen to the episodes on Apple Podcasts iHeartRadio and Anchor uh, definitely make sure to send through the songs you have been listening to each week by Tuesday midnight to then be featured on the episode every Thursday and definitely check out the episodes of Lyrically Introspective so artists who have been on What's New on the Scene will be popping up on Lyrically Introspective so keep an eye out on um, socials for any artists that you enjoyed listening to before because they will be appearing again. We've been What's New on the Scene, see you next time. <laughs>